Hi everyone, welcome to Fitness Unplugged, episode 2 of season 3. So as we all know, we are still in the rut with COVID-19. I hope all of you are getting your vaccinations done. If you haven't, please go get it because it's going to help you. I think post-pandemic, everyone's looking forward to it becoming an endemic. So uh, that aside, okay, today we're going to be talking about, I think, something to do with more with relation to business. And I think... I think I can talk to everyone right now. I've been sharing this with quite a lot of people and this is something that I hold quite close to my heart. And right now, okay, like my business is actually turning four this year, right? And everyone is always asking, so how have you been doing? What is the growth process of your business? How have you, what have you learned? What are the lessons you've learned from it? So what you can expect actually from this entire uh season is basically we're going to be touching a lot more on like the business aspects of it the relationships the you know the hr maybe like some of the internal struggles that some people might be having in the fitness area or at the same time uh, dealing with clients if you've got like tough clients how do you deal with tough clients i know for us we we may have got the lucky end of the stick but of course we've seen a fair a fair amount of like clients as well that we we feel we do need to also address like you know how do you how do you work with these clients if they're if they're hard or like they're they're just you know requiring certain things from you right and you're unable to deliver so what do you do next right so before i actually start i think we're just going to talk about the growth of the business and like my own lessons as a founder of the posture lab right so yeah four years down the road uh ever since we started i had when I initially started the business, the whole intention of starting a business was mainly focused just on posture correction, posture education, right? I mean, we've touched on that at the start of this podcast from the start season one, episode one, right? So the reason why I'm actually talking about this again is because I feel as, as the process of growing the company, we also learn a lot more about ourselves. And through that, I basically learned quite a lot of things and from different organizations different people different partnerships some have failed uh, even internally the hiring that has happened the changes that have happened the different waves of uh, employees that have come and went yeah so these are these are certain things that we will talk about in future episodes but right now I'll just say let's talk about the vision mission of companies right i think a lot of companies we do have a clear mission of what we want to do or clear vision sometimes we may use the word mission but you don't really sound like you're actually doing moving towards a mission specifically but more of actually just you know selling a vision to your clients right so for us i struggle with this i think quite a lot because in initially it was just all about posture so really can we really educate posture without doing anything else we can actually but as it went along I, I met different people from different aspects of the industry and through that I think I was very lucky to meet like a group of uh, visually impaired athletes and in that process I sort of learned um, and got got my hands dirty with regards to like training visually impaired or persons with disabilities and that opened my eyes because there's always this stigma that's around in this industry not even in the industry in the society that there's a this stigmatization of uh, the blind right there's also a stigmatization of a lot of other things but we do not address it 
And being Asian, we tend to sweep it under the rug and like not talk about it until it is finally time to talk about it, and everyone just walks away because like we don't want to deal with it, right? So this is something that I do want to talk about, and I feel is very important that we do continue to do more work in that area, and right, goalball has been that 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 sport that I've been working with, and they've actually taught me more than I feel I've taught them, right? So. That's one area that I feel there's so much more that we can do. And right now, my company is actually now a social enterprise, which to me was surprising because initially we started off just as a, you know, a CSR. We'll do something good. Let's help people with our business, with our expertise. But it slowly turned into something that got even more serious, and we decided it is time to do it, right? And although. We we know that many big companies tend to use CSR as just a way to you know run away from tax, run away from taxes, pay lesser taxes. But for us, we see we see social impact as one of the most important things because in our business, our business is meant to help. Our business is meant to teach, and if we are not doing those two things, then why are we even running this business, right? Is it purely just for the money? Is it just an exchange of services? It goes beyond that grain because if we think about it as an exchange of services, then essentially what I'm doing is I'm just doing. I'm just. I'm eventually going to get bored of what I'm doing because I I don't feel a sense of satisfaction. I don't really help. I don't feel like I help anyone, but rather I feel like I'm just purely doing the work and like okay, you're coming for a sports massage and that's it. You know, not that important. But if I had. You know this intention of like helping someone. If someone actually came to me and complained, like you know, I have got this back problem. I've went to see so many people. Like the last last resort could be surgery. How can I help this person? Deep down in there, you're thinking, how can I help this person so that they don't have to go for surgery, right? So that puts us, I think, at a at a deeper level and also you begin to empathize with your clients or begin to empathize with the people you're actually helping and through that you naturally build relationships and I do have many clients that until today they follow me for the past four years and they still remember the name of the company I'm not sure why but to me I feel it's because of that that impact or at least doing something right that got them to remember what we continually are trying to do Right, I wouldn't say I'm perfect. I wouldn't say the business is perfect. Of course, we've got our failures. We've got our lessons that we've learned as well. Nothing is airy fairy. Nothing is fluffed up here, because I feel if you don't have the raw understanding of like the failures of the businesses, there's no way you can get better. Right. So that was one lesson for me. It's like, firstly, being able to empathize with your clients, and then at the same time, also being inclusive. And the inclusive aspect of the business only started about two years ago. When we finally got ourselves registered as a social enterprise, and that's where we began to look at impact, and of course we were quite lucky. I think during this period when the UN SDGs came out, the Sustainability Development Goals, it came out, it really had us fully aligned in terms of like there's two different points there out of fourteen that we did select that we feel uh something we hold very close to our heart, which is the quality of education because we feel until today like the quality of education. In terms of the fitness wellness spectrum, is still very low, still very touched the surface, and you know we go. I think this is in terms of Singapore, but if we had understood and we can educate the general population even more, there's so much more things that can actually be prevented 
rather than using medicine and cure. And, you know, if we can actually prevent it, why not? Aren't we reducing the amount of medical dollars? But then again, of course, we've got policies and we've got different things that are like holding all this back, right? But then again, if you're not doing anything to to make the, make the society better, then what are you doing, right? So that's that's something that I'm trying to do in terms of educating more people about their bodies, getting them to understand it better. And also through this podcast, we hope that we can educate even more individuals about these kind of problems. You can be in Singapore, you can be overseas. I'm sure there's this problem that's still out there, all right? And of course, all the studio science is moving around Instagram nowadays. You see anyone and everyone just posting about like, you know, what helps them. But then again, it's not really science sometimes. It's just like it helped them, but it might not help you. So that's the first thing, quality of education. And then the second one is basically uh, good health and well-being. So for us in the business, of course, we're right. We're, we're working with well-being. We're working with like pain issues. We're working with like performance-related issues. And how can we actually help individuals just function better on a daily basis? Because we see them struggling. We do see individuals that actually have multiple issues. They come in. Of course, it will take a longer time to get them like fixed up or like educate them to be more aware of their body so that these pains and aches do not come along. But in that process, we, we do actually help them to improve their quality of life and if their quality of life is improved naturally how they feel how they react could also change because it's a psychological thing as well and if that psychology is not changed or like you know because of pain you're affected when you're affected there's a knock on effect you may get angry you may be lethargic sometimes no no good sleep you don't get sleep a lot of other things can happen so that knock on effect basically affects them and we want to correct that because if you can if you look at it from a perspective of like psychology mental wellness physical health and all that we are basically covering one part of it but of course there's the other professionals that will also look at the other spectrums right of what is health and wealth right so if if you're not healthy then of course no matter how much you try to you know earn your money or like just live sustainably or enjoy your life, right? There's always going to be a struggle because at the end of the day, everyone's aiming for something. We have a goal in life, right? Of course, what what makes you happy could make another person pissed off. So it really depends on that perspective as well, but not for me to say. That's not the topic today. And at the same time, I think for myself, the growth process, um, in terms of what I've learned so far, I think it's also the amount of trust that we give to other people will need to also defer, right? We need to take it with a pinch of salt. And of course, for ourselves, right, because we are just a startup, there's a lot more things that we need to learn and also we need to read people's body language. We need to understand where they are coming from, what they are seeking at the end of the day because everyone's goals are different, right? So that's another HR thing which we probably will talk, on, talk about in the future, future episodes. But today, right, so... My growth process has been learning to empathize a lot more with my clients, communicating more with my clients and also my staff and employees, right? To be able to like understand where they're coming from, know what they're trying to achieve in the next five years. If I can help them, why not, right? Not everyone's going to stay. We need to know that. 
right? If they're not gonna stay, what can we do next, right? To prevent that from prevent like you know them just jumping ship without you even realizing it, right? There should be some form of communication so they can help you also plan. Yeah, and another thing is uh, like partnerships. You know, it's also taught me to like really select a good partner or like external partnerships with other businesses. You really need to know what what gels well with the business and how can you actually improve, but not veering away from your mission. So, being mission driven, I think we have a very clear uh, insight of like what we want, and it's also whether it it aligns with what our what our external partners want, right? Because if it is not aligned, then why are we doing it? Are we doing it for the sake of money? If we are just doing it for the sake of money at the end of the day, there is no satisfaction, right? When there's no satisfaction, you're just going to be pissed off. Right? When you go home, you're going to have a baggage of problems and yeah, you start struggling with that as well and then, you know, sleep becomes a problem and same thing. Yeah. So, think about it, right? If you have questions, you want to ask me certain things, feel free to just comment. Feel free to tag me on Instagram. And by the way, you can follow us on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram. My handle is at E-M-I-L-E-D-U-M-O-N-T for Instagram. And the company's Instagram is at thepostulab.sg. So at the P-O-S-T-U-R-E-L-A-B dot S-G. Right, so follow us there and you can actually comment there. You can actually ask us questions. I mean, you can be anywhere in the world. Happy to happy to have a conversation with you. Happy to talk about anything that's going on. And of course, because we're already in certain networks with like other, other companies and they've started like a business network, we're actually talking to people in Europe, in Australia, in America, and we're already discussing topics such as this so don't be shy to talk about these kind of things because everyone's learning from everyone right and we've got our own failures we've got our own flaws we've got our own blind sides which we don't even know about and of course by me putting this out there is also to understand what the world thinks and how else we can better improve ourselves so quality of education good health and well-being empathizing with our clients uh, communicating more and at the same time knowing who you should be partnering externally makes a big 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 difference of course I'm just merely touching the surface I could go way deeper in this but I shall not so follow us follow subscribe share tell your friends about this this is really raw this is really real I'm not even like joking with regards to whatever I just said over the four years that I've learned what I've learned so don't be shy talk to us and I'll be happy to share more alright I'll catch you in the next episode bye bye